sit down with the customers and kind of understand what their roadmap is. Because now I don't think it is those days where you can just have a device go in, plug into the wall and it's going to start working. Hi, I'm Marianne Bohr with Hims. In this episode, I'm sitting down with Donnie Patel, Vice President, Technology, Innovation and Digital Transformation for Baxter. And we'll be talking about today why integration of medical devices is critical to patient care. And before we start, I want to say thank you to Baxter for sponsoring this podcast. Donnie, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Marianne. Can you please tell us what kinds of technical advances we are seeing in the medical device industry today? One of the most important things that we are seeing in this uh, this industry and in the ever-changing industry now is the need for integration and the need for data from um, these devices, these medical devices. In the past, not too long ago, maybe just a few years ago, you would see that the data just that is in the EMR or the patient management system or the billing system was the only data that was most critical to the operations of the hospital um, post-care, post-discharge and such. Uh, But you're seeing a huge trend in terms of having the need to get these devices give the data in, 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 in conjunction with the data that is generated during the treatment or in, you know, the data that is recorded in an EMR. So to answer the technical advances we are seeing is the way which these devices are connecting to EMRs, the, the way these devices are connecting to the cloud, the way they are connecting uh, to the other systems, they are also connecting to uh, reporting systems. So that's where the evolution is going on how these devices are connected, how these devices are going to be connecting in the future. Uh, but also, let's not forget one other area that I'm seeing advances being made around is cybersecurity because it has become a topic of uh, discussion, a topic of concern. It, it, everyone is looking at it from an enterprise risk management um, for their organization. So we are seeing advances being made in that, those areas as well. I see you already touched on that, but I was going to say, how is the industry evolving in the way medical devices are designed and manufactured? I think, you know, it makes us pause and think, you know, if you look at a typical um, device's life cycle, uh, it's a seven, eight, ten year life cycle uh, of how long the hospital keeps a device around. Um, But I think in, in, in future, this life cycle might get a little shortened because the amount of advances are required, so you would need to really innovate the product faster. Now, what are the advantages of integrating medical devices into the EMR, both for the healthcare organization and for the patient? As we have seen in the past year or two, um, you know, I'm not going to talk about COVID, but you know, a lot of care has shifted from being on the acute side uh, to all alternate sites of care to home. And what has ended up happening is the importance of data that is residing in the devices itself has become ultimately important for the hospitals to provide 360 um, degree care to the patient. So what happens at home, what happens at a clinic, what happens outside of the hospital has become ultimately important for the hospital, for the caretaker. So the benefit of advanced integration with these medical devices allows the hospital to also see data that is outside of the care setting that they are immediately responsible for. But sometimes what has also happened is patient gets shifted from one uh, location within the hospital to another location within the hospital. 
And when we talk about use cases like total fluid balance or total fluid management, or we talk about you know pressure uh, ulcer injuries, and we're talking about all these clinical use cases where you know we are trying to avoid readmissions for the patient, we are trying to deliver value-based care to the patients. Hospitals are seeing uh, integrating these devices gives them insights on what's happening on the bedside. Then the other side of, of this is capacity management. Like I was mentioning earlier, you have a life cycle of a product, say, 80 years or 10 years. Now, oftentimes, that life cycle of that product has been extended within the hospital because of various issues, because of various concerns, because of various issues around, you know, uh, around uh, the usage of the data or the usage of the device itself, uh, or issues around um, being able to secure and integrate those devices into the EMR and, and, and the health systems. Uh, because no hospital wants to kind of keep on integrating devices again and again. So once they integrate it, they are integrated, right? And then, you know, five years, seven years down the line, they don't want to reintegrate. So what ends up happening is sometimes these devices get overutilized. And you need to see what is, what the real usage of that um, the device is. Kind of like your car. If you keep on running, if you have three cars and if you're running one car all the time, yes, that car may require a lot of oil change. So what we're trying to see is on the medical devices, we're seeing a lot of machine data getting um, uh, being utilized. So one, one hospital system that we work closely with and uh, we had our pumps in various uh, departments of the hospital and one of the things they wanted to see was, well, is this department one, or is this like say NICU utilizing these devices more than these comparatively other other units? So then we should just you know recycle and swap those devices. So in just capacity management within the hospital, they need to know which unit is utilizing the same device more compared to the other, because that device will probably need more repair or may, may need more service. So for total about service management, uptime guarantees or uptime guarantees that you know, the biomeds would have to provide to those departments, I think those are the advantages or those are the use cases in which uh, in which hospitals are uh, utilizing integration. So. If in a nutshell, two bullets. One is, you know, bedside care or, you know, improving the care that is provided on the bedside. And then second one would be more around uh, serviceability of these devices and utilization of these devices within the hospital. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what do you see are some of the biggest challenges with integration? One of the biggest challenges that ever evolving landscape within the hospital or, or a customer system, I shouldn't say just a hospital, ever evolving landscape or the technology landscape. Um, let's say you, you design a product around a certain type of technology and tomorrow that technology will change completely. So the, the, the customers that we are seeing is are, are always evolving and you have to constantly change, you have to join that evolution. You have to constantly change the design of the product, but not only just the design of the product itself, but the cha change the way in which you connect uh, with the hospital or change the way you connect with the, with the customer. So I'll give an example. So let's say we have a medical device, let's say we have an infusion pump, and that infusion pump is integrating with the health system today. And the way it has connected to the health system um, is you following a pathway A. 
Tomorrow, the health system goes through a big change, acquires another health system, acquires another hospital, or shifts the focus on, on, on cybersecurity or shifts the focus on the network infrastructure, then tomorrow, we would have to change the entire design around connectivity itself again. So a lot of times, hospitals are seeing, and a lot of times, customers are seeing and are foreseeing that in their uh, in their plan, they are seeing that oh, okay, next year we have a, an epic epic upgrade schedule, a certain upgrade schedule, or next year we have this upgrade schedule, network upgrade schedule. So let's pause or let's slow down on integration. So a lot of times it, it's more about it's a systematic change or the system change on the system. So it's the system change that is required or the change management around. Um, these devices and integration, it seems to be the biggest challenge is because it doesn't impact just the EMR or just the system that is connected. It impacts the integration impacts or requires a change in the all the other surrounding systems that it connects with. So the challenge becomes is how do we keep up with those changes? And I think you know, the same with our customers, they are constantly uh, are charged uh, with doing doing more for less. And when they are charged with doing more for less, uh, evolution sometimes slows down. And when evolution so slows down, then all the other advantages that you want uh, out of these devices, that slows down. So that's kind of like one of like a catch-22 uh, type of a situation that you come across with. Sure. So with that in mind, how can medical device manufacturers play more of an active role in supporting interoperability? Yes, uh, sit down with the with the customers and kind of understand what their roadmap is. Because now I don't think it is uh, those days where you can just have a device go in, plug into the wall, and it's going to start working. I think we, it's more it's more important to understand the hospitals or the customers' workflow on how they intend to use the devices and where they intend to use the devices. Sounds very theoretical, but I think there is more to that. You would, one needs to understand, and we do this with our customers. We need to we sit down with their enterprise architect team. We sit down with their IT organization, biomed organization, and understand where their roadmap is, where they are going. Are things like digital health and you know uh, in their mind you know and then we use tools like digital health indicators to kind of understand what their maturity levels are what are what are their plans about you know mram what are their plans about you know where are they going with their emr evolution because ultimately all of those things impact how you connect and how you integrate with the hospital system or with the customer's uh, data warehouse or wherever that endpoint it needs to connect with. So understanding that big picture, I think is extremely necessary because oftentimes as a medical device manufacturer, we, we have to also think that, do we need to integrate with the competitor's device at some point? Because like it or not, no customer is going to have 100% of your devices. It's not going to happen. There isn't a customer who has 100% of your devices. So how do we work in that ecosystem? How do we work with our competitors? So if I talk about Baxter and their competitors, how do we work with the mixed fleet of product and get our customers to where they need to be from an evolution standpoint, from an integration standpoint? So I think... Interop's uh, main task is to be interoperable. And interoperable revolves around interoperability around all devices within their the customer's ecosystem and let it be our, uh, our devices or somebody else's device. So oftentimes we also work with our competitors' uh, devices and work through our customer on integrating the data that they need into their EMR systems or their data warehouses. It's terrific. I feel like you kind of touched on this again already, but... I was going to ask, what specifically is Baxter doing in this space? 
one of the things that we are doing beyond what I just talked about is actively listening to where the market is going. We are, we are seeing that a lot of hospital systems are, or health systems are interested in, in data sharing. They are all, all interested in combining this data uh, towards creating better treatments for their customers. So you're seeing a lot of um, a lot of separate entities or joint ventures being spun up in the last just a year and a year and a half. So what Baxter is doing is we are going into those uh, ecosystems and asking um, asking a seat at the table and, and, and asking in partnership with our hospitals and working with a lot of these hospitals and customers on creating an ecosystem for these medical devices, working with them about creating, bringing that data to the table. So we've been in communication with uh, some of those data sharing vendors, data sharing partners. We've also been in communication with uh, with GPOs and IDNs on kind of um, opening up the, um, you know, opening up the tap or opening up the integration to the level that the what they are uh, they are wanting us to have. Uh, so a lot going on, a lot to unpack, um, but there is also um, a need to kind of you know, understand um, that everything doesn't need to be connected. Everything doesn't need to flow into an EMR. So we are also looking at our device. So we have more than 150 devices, and we are looking at, well, which one of these devices are extremely critical to connect with? Because then you need to have a priority index that you provide to your customers saying, you have all these devices from us, let's talk about connecting all of them. That's probably not going to work very well because you need to prioritize the investment. So what we do with our customers is like, well, here are the five devices we think you should connect with first. Uh, so that those are some of the things that I can say we, we touch upon on what we are doing with our customers in this space. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your insights. And special thanks to Baxter for sponsoring this podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you. You too.